0: Hello, and welcome to Watch Our Crappins, a podcast about all that crap on Bravo that we just love to talk about. I'm Ben Mandelker, and joining me today is the wonderful and hilarious, not cult-leading at all, Ronnie Karam. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? Hi,
1: Ben. Good.
0: How are awesome. you? Uh, I'm doing very well. Um, you know, it's Monday. We're starting off another week. It's that. Tis the tis the season, so uh, you know I'm I'm just in the spirit right now. I'm excited excited for to wrap up this year with so much good content here um, from Bravo, I should say, and I'm just feeling it. What's going on with you?
1: Um, nothing. I'm not in the spirit, okay? Because this Christmas, you know, now I'm around family, and so everyone's like, "Oh, look, here's a list. Here's a list of things the girls want for Christmas." Oh yeah. I, You know what? I'm sorry. I'm your uncle. Guess what you're getting? $100. That's it. Okay? Now get the hell out of here with this list. These lists are ridiculous. <laughs> and then you buy them stuff and they get it and they're like, oh, thanks. And they just throw it because they already know what they're getting. You know? Yeah. I'm going to give you, and you're lucky it's even 100 Maybe I'm going to change that and make it to $5. That's what I got. You know, get your $5, damn it, and get out of here. And everything's peppermint mocha bullshit. Give me my chocolate. I don't want peppermint and everything. I'm getting really bah humbuggy, I think, because, like, what am I going to get for
0: Christmas? Like, what do you think those brats are going to get me? Nothing. Okay? They're going to get me some gum. Yeah. And I don't even celebrate Christmas, so I know I'm not getting my present. My present window is over. My birthday overlaps <laughs> with Hanukkah, and that's like that's it. Like whatever I got on my birthday, that's that's it. Yeah. So you know, no more gifts for me for a year. Yeah. So but, I'm a little um, Bah
1: Humbuggy for for this, <laughs> but I am glad to know that Jesus is one shallow mofo, as we learned in today's Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Because
0: the more you have. The closer to God you feel, I guess, or something like that. That's That's what we learned this week. exactly right. So before we dive into that, you guys, um, of course, go to WatchWhatWhatHappens.com because our live shows are coming back next month, starting in New York and going through 21 cities. We're going to like Nashville and Philadelphia and Cleveland and Columbus and Detroit, all across the world. And by the world, I mean the country. So um, come see us. We always have so, so much fun. Um, also today is a Crappens on demand day, which means that if you go to patreon.com slash watcher crappin's, you can watch us. So, I mean, right now on Ronnie's screen, there's Bueller in the background. Um, on my screen, I actually have two complimentary, uh, zits on my neck that look like sort of hickeys actually. Or it looks like I tried to pierce my neck and then gave up. Uh, but I also turn I, I also turned my camera, I turned my desk around. So now we have a new backdrop for me, which I need to decorate because right now, um, there's a card that says Giovanni, and there's something that says Agree from when we were on Watch What Happens Live. So um, go to Patreon.com slash Watch to come join us and see all these fun visuals. And um, and then tonight, the last thing is that tonight is uh, it's Take a Seat Night, which starts at 10 o'clock on the East Coast and 7 o'clock on the West Coast. Um, that's on Spotify Green Room. Uh, if you miss it, you can check out On Demand with uh, Spotify, but you should come. And tonight's our holiday episode. Which will be extra, extra fun. And we just talk, uh, we talk about Bravo and pop culture, but you guys get to talk too. And we actually have a it's been really so fun the past few weeks doing it. Um, but lately it's been really on fire. So please come join us. Okay, let's get on to Real Housewives of Salt Lake. <laughs>
1: Uh, we start with Lisa and John talking about all the drama last week. Poor John, I mean, just as a paperweight with, you know, blinking eyes. He just kind of sits yeah. there in every scene like, can I please leave? Please just let me out of the scene. <laughs> so Lisa's like, well, you know what? I, I'm thinking we're all in a good place. And then Wetna, I mean, Wetna's not even a pot stirrer, Okay, she's a whisk. She's a whisk. Whisk Whisk me okay whisk me decides to drop something <sighs> oh and then she does a pretty good whitney
0: impression I'm not. she does <laughs> it was really good she's like mary i have never talked about you ever before last night bullshit you did the week before at our luncheon
1: and then we cut to heather who's talking to her daughter about it her daughter who's like please just let me go to school literally everybody in these scenes is trapped you know the the people trapped with the housewives right so heather's like and then lisa sat up there and said she has friends that have been swindled by mary and have been
0: abused by mary and i said we need to be honest with mary (laughs) she's like mom i'm would really like to go back to my Instagram photo shoot. (laughs) Thank you, Mom. And I like Um, that Heather's still throwing out these words like swindled
1: and abused and stuff like that. No. And she even tried to clarify it last week when she was like, are you saying Mary swindled Cameron? And Lisa's like, no, bamboozled. Let's go with bamboozled. Let's settle on
0: bamboozled. You know, and then she goes and whisks it up. Yep. Whisks it up. So then we go over to Mary and she's talking to Robert Sr. and she's like, uh, they're, they're all starting, they're all started they all started talking about me and they started accusing me. Like, what if we can't trust Mary? And he's like, Trust you for what? She goes, Well, they, they put me in there with Jen. I mean, is it a brown girl thing? And he's like, Well, it's a Utah thing.
1: Yeah. And she's like, Well, that was hurtful. Um, So then we go to Heather, and she's like, yeah, and then she lit into me, and she lit into Whitney, and then she said, I don't want to be your friend. And Whitney's like, and I was like, wait a second, you are a woman of God.
0: Yeah. The other thing that pisses me off, the other women were all talking about it. And Lisa drops a huge bomb that she has had this friend Cameron who's left Mary's church and has all these things to say about it. And she kept hinting and dropping bombs. But, um, in front of Mary, she doesn't say anything. Mm. I'm the only one taking the fall.
1: And Justin's like, uh-huh. By the way, while they're talking about these scams, she's in an Iris and Bow shirt, which isn't a scam from what I can find. I mean, of course, I've looked that shit up. But it's changed from her original company because that was an MLM. Which MLMs are legal, you know, but she switched yeah. that up to make it look better. And then he's wearing his, what's his T-shirt? It's like Life Interrupted. Wait, hold on. Life Vantage? Life Vantage shirt, which was in court for a long time for was that his company yeah he worked for that company oh so i was gonna
0: say that t-shirt definitely looked like he went and like ran a triathlon or something yes and they, he got that t-shirt as a result of that i don't know what triathlons are in utah i guess maybe you can swim in the salt lake itself i don't know <laughs>
1: they're all the way to your different planets that you go to um, when you pass away. So, yeah, Whitney's <laughs> going off. But, you know, Whim- Whitney, she keeps trying this thing. But I'm sorry, Lisa just played it better, okay? She dropped yeah. the bomb, and then she ran to Mary and confessed everything she did. So it's not like she's... Not following up, you know what I mean now, I think Lisa obviously is setting everything. I think she's guilty of everything that they're accusing her of, but Whitney's trying to go up against Lisa for stuff that that's just not true. I mean, yeah. Lisa set that up, and then she told Mary, and now you're mad that she did tell Mary to her
0: face. Make up your mind, I don't think Whitney gets bonus points for falling for Lisa's schemes and then like declaring afterwards. I was manipulated. It's like, girl, you, well, you keep letting it happen. Sorry. Yeah. So then they cut and to Jenny. And also,
1: I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay, but babe. I just have to uh, add this. Lisa did say that her, she had her friend Cameron. She did say Cameron said all those things. So Whitney's like, then she tried to pretend like she. Lisa admitted that she brought Cameron to the thing.
0: OK, go ahead. Right. Sorry. Well, either way, we now go to Jenny, who has to weigh in on this. And she's driving around. In springtime. So all of a sudden it's springtime, and Jenny's scene. It's like sunny, not not an inch of snow anywhere. And she's driving around talking to Dewey on the phone. And she's like, Meredith mentioned she hired a private investigator. I mean, if you get text messages, do you hire a private investigator to find out who's sending these messages? Or do you go file a report? I mean, who hires a private investigator to search this? Am I right? Am I right?
1: (laughs) So you're still saying you should file a report then? I mean, isn't that just going to an investigator? What's wrong with having an investigator that works for you? Okay what I call taking it into your own hands. So Lisa's like, oh, yeah. Um, And, you know, then they make it about everything other than facts because they want to look all badass. Well, they're not. They're just little sheep. And the phone rings. And she's, of course, got a Vita tequila screensaver because, you know, everybody uses their babies (laughs) as their screensaver. Which is natural.
0: Just just in case you didn't know. Um, And so she gets a text message. And she goes, oh, my God. This is Jen. This is my, she's reading it. She goes, this is Jen. This is my new number. I tried calling you to make sure you have my new number to see if we can meet up for with coffee or lunch to chat. And John is like, oh, you should. And she's like, no, John, I have mixed emotions about this. It's like baby ungorgeous. Like that doesn't make sense to me. Uh, uh, teenager, not gorgeous. How about that? <laughs> And the scene, rancid, rancid coyote i don't feel like that works does sound like a good a good business now Good to get on that uh
1: through this scene he's like um i'm just gonna go grab a, a drink it's like no nah, john you're not you're not going to you're gonna sit down you're gonna sit down you're gonna listen to this drama about Wesk. so he can't escape and he tries so then we go back to heather and her kid And uh, Heather gets an unidentified caller and answers the phone, which just removes all doubt. Heather has good credit.
0: There you go. (laughs) Because who else does that? excited that someone's calling her. She's like, oh my God, it's a phone call. (laughs) You know, my favorite thing is, is to talk with telemarketing agents. So um, it's from Jen. And Jen's like, hi, so how are the kids? And Heather's like, the kids are fine. How are you? You've been in jail, Jail jail Jaily McJale-a-face. And Jen's like, oh... Yeah, there's a lot going on. Do you mind if we, like, get together to lunch? Could you join me for lunch? And I was like, 100%. Absolutely. So they decide that they're going to meet at a steakhouse.
1: Which that is, it's not Italian. We know that if they're going somewhere that's not Italian, it's an emergency. Okay? yeah. It's like when Lisa hit out at the sushi grass mint Tapas the place. The mint, <laughs> the mint sushi, the tapas. sushi the
0: tapas and sushi restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Well, this way they don't have to be seen. Then, yeah. cause everyone who's everyone goes to Italian restaurants in Salt yeah. Lake so you
1: know it's an undercover meeting because it's not italian so then lisa's like you know what i mean i feel like i don't even know anything about Jen. like at all uh, and anything to do with her legally that's really none of my business but being someone's friend who is you know that's two sides and if you're being someone's friend then they need to be a friend back to you okay well that would have
0: made more sense if you were doing that before she was arrested yes <laughs> Now she's sort of like a revisionist history now, where now all of a sudden she's going to be saying that, no, it turns out Jen was being a bad friend to her even before she was arrested and yeah. could possibly drag Lisa down into some hellhole. So yeah. she's like, yeah, because like, I haven't even heard from Jen since the Fresh Wolf party, which I didn't even organize. That's my children, Henry and Jack. Yeah. So like, she sent text, 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 text messages at 2 a.m. Okay. And then we see a flashback of, um, Lisa telling the girls, like, yeah, things did, you know, you think things end well with Jen, but guess what? Then they're not. And then she gets in, she gets into the car and is like, fuck you. You're a bad friend. It's like, my kids are in the car. Okay. Two little baby gorgeouses. Okay. Uh,
1: I just, I just love that Lisa's driving. You know, she's connected to her car play. And every time a text comes through, it's like, fuck you, you stupid bitch. Fuck you. Like over the loudspeakers with the kids.
0: (laughs) Fuck kids. In your group with Jen Shaw and Meredith (laughs) Meredith Marks (laughs) Jen Shaw says fuck you you're a terrible friend you're awful care to respond
1: (laughs) (laughs) Meredith has responded you are a why is the carplay shaking why is it shaking carplay even (laughs) starts getting a tick when Meredith texts
0: (laughs) carplay is like we never had a conversation one way or another about if you care to respond. <laughs> and
1: so Lisa says, I
0: don't know if I'm the best
1: person to talk to, J- to John right now. Can I get a drink? No, John. Sit right there, John. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, John. You know then- me, John. I don't <laughs> abandon people, but I'm going to have to tread lightly on this. And he's like, <clears throat> he's like coughing up dust. He's like coughing up little particles of throat skin. <laughs>
0: Say please give me some can I just have some of your big gulp? No, John. Be self-reliant, get your own. Oh. So now so now that we now go over to the steakhouse. The steakhouse that Heather and Jen are meeting at. And the steakhouse is called Harbor. Now, I mean, what is going on with these Utah restaurants? Why are you naming your steakhouse Harbor? Okay. That doesn't make sense. It's mm. like and then there's a seafood restaurant called like, you know, cattle. Cattle face or something, like cattle and mutton. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Hey, let's what go to the, the can we name? can
1: we go to the fish store called Dogs? <laughs> um but <laughs> yeah, yeah. <dogs. laughs> Oh no, we have to
0: have a protest.
1: <laughs> um it makes kind of sense, Harbor, because like you harbor uh you know, someone who's running from the law like you harbor you're harboring a criminal or like you harbor yes. resentments or whatever. So it kinda of makes See, sense harbor. Um, I like that this cast has been yelled at so much on social media for wearing furs that now they're just wearing Muppet furs everywhere. Like, Heather's got the Fozzie Bear. Jen's got the red one. What's the red one? Not animal, because that's, like, long and stringy. Oh,
0: it's like the doc. This is one of the guys from the band, right?
1: Yeah. So they do really hard hugs. And Jen's like, you know,
0: I'm good. I'm good. I'm
1: good, Heather. I'm good. You know, I called as soon as I got a phone. Should we just order? Let's order first so I can start fake crying. Okay?
0: Yeah. And they're still wearing their their coats. They're wearing, I was like, did they they not turn on the air conditioner at Harbor or something like that? Like, why are you guys still in your coats? So Jen now, of course, does this thing, which we knew she would do, which is. This is what I asked God to show me. Who are my real friends? You don't know until you get into a situation like this. Like, and Heather was the only one. That picked up the phone without any questions asked. I'm like, well, that's because it's Heather. I mean, like, she will. She answered the phone. She didn't even see who it was. That had nothing to do with you. She just was lonely.
1: Yeah, no one picked up the phone because you're calling from an unidentified number. An unidentified number. That's actually really true. Um, yeah. so Jen, you know, I like that Jen phrases it as. She asked God to show her who her real friends were, so God orchestrated a fake takedown of Jen just so she would see her
0: who her real friends are. It's like, he can't give
1: you more than you can handle. Be careful what you ask for.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's like, when I was walking on the beach, I only saw... Two sets of footprints, and they both said Homeland Security on them. So <laughs>
1: this was me. Um. Okay, I see you there.
0: It's that lady from the uh, documentary
1: from Homeland Security. She's like, "It is me walking, <laughs> walking beside you. I'm right here. I'm
0: carrying you to jail." So, <laughs> so uh, they finally take their coats off. It was really bothering me. And Jen's like, "I need a friend right now." To lend me lots and lots and lots of money. Can <laughs> yeah. you be that one? <laughs>
1: um, we're sorry. Got to give some waiter reviews. Uh, waiter, stop! Stop with this. I hate this kind of waiting tables. Jen's like, "I will have an artichoke dip," and he's like, "Wow, great choice." Get the fuck out of here, okay? I don't need your judgment on what I'm ordering. OK, what well, is this American like idol for ordering things? I don't need your judgment. OK, Simon <laughs> Towel. go wipe something Simon down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Heather explains why she was there for Jen. She says, you know, that, you know, when, when my world shattered and I got divorced, I remember how I felt. I just wanted someone to show up, hold my hand, not ask me too many questions and take me out to a steak lunch
1: yeah it's exactly the same thing you getting divorced and jen robbing old people of all of their life savings (laughs) totally the same thing just girls brushing each other's hair you know so jen starts telling her story she's like um i got the call from sharif's number and it wasn't sharif and i'm used to someone else calling from his number so i didn't even think about it and i was like oh like he's not feeling good so then i got in a truck and then we started driving home already she's just like full of shit Okay. Yeah. Already. No, that's not what happened. Somebody called well, you. You looked straight yeah. into the camera and said, Take my mic, and then you started bullshitting about him having internal bleeding on the inside. Well, on the inside, where else would it be? It's internal. <laughs> but still, you get what I'm saying. They're just gonna skip over that. Like Heather's not yeah. gonna
0: say, What about the internal bleeding? Where was right, Sharif? And why I wasn't and why I wasn't like why did someone have Sharif's phone? So then she's like, so I'm driving home, and then a white minivan and a black SUV pull up. So then I'm thinking, I'm being kidnapped. Me, Jen Shaw, celebrity, being kidnapped, splashed over the news. And as she's saying this, she's like, I'm being kidnapped. And here are your silence. and Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Anyway, I was being kidnapped. Oh, my God. Don't take me.
1: That was just spinach artichoke dip. Okay. Um, also, that would be like ruthless people in real life, right? When they kidnap Bette Midler and she's the biggest nightmare ever. <laughs>
0: I know. Like, and, then, and then Danny DeVito won't pay her ransom. And so they're like, okay, what about for 50000 instead of 100000 And Bette Midler's like, I'm being marked down? <laughs>
1: Judge, oh, Reinhold, uh, Judge Reinhold just came on Radar Online and said, I'm retiring again. Okay, <laughs> Even that idea terrifies me.
0: I do like fully, like, I think that is such an apt comparison because I fully can imagine Jen Shaw getting her hands on some like hand, electronic hand mixer and attacking <laughs> Helen Slater with it. 100%. She would be the
1: worst victim she of kidnapping be- of all time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she would truly be a monster And she would kill a serial killer She would <laughs>
1: Tonight live on the news uh, We see a woman being kidnapped on the fr- and dropped off Wow, didn't even make it
0: <laughs> One mile on the freeway <laughs> <laughs> And for those who haven't watched Ruthless People It's really it's really an excellent movie And I don't know why we don't talk about it As much as we do big business and Soap Dish Because it's just fabulous It's classic
1: Commercials Here comes one right now So she continues. "Um, So I'm like, can I see your ID? And he said, we're from New York and we just want to talk and we just want to arrest you. And I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) I love these polite cops. They're like, listen, we're going to Salt Lake City. Everybody says we're rude in New York. I want
0: everybody to be polite. Hello.
1: We just want to talk and we'd like to arrest
0: you if you'd like to come with us. Anna, put a smile on your face. No. No. I don't want to put smile on face. I did not escape gulag (laughs) to put smile on face. Anna, fine. Fine, Fine. I will carry woman on beach. (laughs) Hey girlfriend, how are you? You're under arrest. Guess what? I'm a carry and here are your Miranda rights, okay?
1: (laughs) Don't even ask about Samantha, okay? Um, If anybody doesn't get get those references, those are from the Jen Shaw documentary, Housewives and the Hustler, you know, whatever it's called, part two, that's about Jen.
0: Yeah, Yeah, there's a a Hulu documentary, and there's a very no-nonsense lady from Homeland Security who... I would not want to encounter her ever <laughs> yeah, in my life. Yeah, me neither. Do. So, but she's also the <laughs> she's best. She's tough. Yeah. So, that, so, so Jen um, is like, she's like, so they take me to a building at Ducker Lake and they put me into a break room. A break room! <laughs> I mean, for crying out loud, there was not even a proper vending machine and there was a the Snapple machine wasn't even working. I was like, who the fuck made this break room? Heather, you don't even know the nightmare.
1: Whoever makes the... A- sound really had a job this week i mean after everything they said it was like (laughs) they took me to a break room and heather's like were you terrified she was terrified they handcuffed my left hand to the chair in the break room and i was like what are you doing where are you taking me and heather goes yeah like where's my attorney and (laughs) jen stops and goes um no i didn't think i needed an attorney because i didn't do anything heather Remember I th- us
0: being kidnapped? I th- kidnapped. Th- so she goes. What I didn't know was that there was a group of police at the house that morning, and they held our son at gunpoint, Omar. So then she talks about how, which was that was pretty like intense about how basically these f- forces came in, and you see the kids getting, you know, and her, and her nephews, etc., are like being shuffled out of the house and. They had like re- the, the laser pointer on their chest, and you know, they were put in handcuffs. It was like pretty traumatic stuff,
1: yeah. Um, uh, but they weren't put in handcuffs that we saw, at least they were let out of the house. But,
0: um, yeah, who according knows? Jen, who knows what were. happens I mean, later? It, yeah, according to who Jen, who what they like, told her in the break room, you know,
1: <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, that was still that really sucked for the family for sure so jen's like and they pulled guns and you know they said um you know we always tell the boys that they're in a predominantly white community so they can't react and it just makes me sick i mean what if they moved wrong they could have just shot him and you know she's like doing this crying thing but there's no tears i mean it's typical jen like oh police you know the police she's going into all this other stuff and it just instead of just telling the truth although i don't know how you really can
0: I mean, look, she's not saying anything that in this case that is wrong or is like an over-exaggeration of like an emotional reaction, I believe. I mean, I think it is very scary and she talked about well, how it her is. family members left South Central to avoid this and here they're in the middle of it. So what she's saying is like, I believe is real and I do believe she was like emotionally affected by it and it's like very scary stuff, but it's also a great way to deflect on the fact that like oh, but remember you were also arrested because you were defrauding people in your party. Right, right, right. And that's what so I'm saying. So she goes to something so that's like, very, yeah. like urgent and emotional, but it's not really what we're here to talk about
1: right yes thank you for putting it better than i could for sure um so she's like heather's like this is just unfair and aggressive and i am infuriated and jen uh jen is talking about how her family's in this position possibly because of her because of something that she's accused of and um jen's like you know i mean it's just really unfair what the government can do to you without proof
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs>
1: and she's not you know still have to just say no tears because you know I'm always looking for tears on a real housewife show no tears and Heather's like
0: well what about Stewart who I'm not I'm not familiar who I, I don't know that name he's you know Stewart stu- stu- Stut- Stut- oh I love Stut- that movie Stut- he's a cute little mouse a cute little mouse Stewart yeah um, love oh the movie oh my god it's my favorite royal family I love the Stewart's so <laughs> oh, she was so good at fried green tomatoes Mary Stewart Masterson
1: <laughs> uh. he is good enough
0: he is smart enough and people do like him <laughs> um, i'm more personal stoops than stews but you know yeah if you want to order one sure
1: so she's like, I mean, I don't even know what happened with that little mouse. You know, we went into a little room and then that's when I saw, you know, Stuart, the guy that I kind of know from the neighborhood or whatever. And I was like, what's going on? What are you doing here too? break room? Right. Break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. Right.
0: And then um, and he was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I was like, what are you sorry? What did you do to put me in this situation that you're sorry for? Because he's very sorry for putting me in this situation. I'm innocent.
1: Yeah. And Heather's like, I mean, what is Stuart anyway? Is he your business partner? Is he your assistant? And she's like, "Ah, no, he's not my partner. We're not partners in any kind of business or anything like that. And then we get a clip of him working on the laptop like two weeks ago and her feeding him a banana and saying, I feed you while you work. While you make me money, I feed you.
0: I mean, it's basically a task rabbit I, at best. I'm not even—you don't know, like with Uber, like you do don't—you have a conversation with someone and you like you're like they're cool. You never see them again. You know, that's who it is.
1: And she's like, well, he was my assistant at one time, and then we just developed a friendship. And she tells us that Stu had his own businesses going that have nothing to, absolutely nothing to do with her. And Bravo just starts playing the old clown music. It's like ba 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 ba.
0: And Heather's like, well, do you think that Stuart knew? She was like, I don't know. I mean, I would say no, but then am I being naive? Am I just falling into this little mouse's devious plan? Who is this man anyway?
1: And Heather's like, yeah, well, I know how close her and Stuart are, and he's her number one, and now it sounds like she's completely trying to distance herself from him, and I just don't
0: understand why. (laughs) Why? Hmm. So um, Heather is... uh starts talking about Vale and how they were like reading the articles and she's like and the craziest thing is that Lisa started calling her attorneys like right away like crazy and so we get a montage of like hey baby gorgeous did you read the news yeah yeah hold on hey baby gorgeous number two did you hear yeah fresh wolf womb chairs I love that can I touch one second hey baby gorgeous how are you there's news Jen Shah. I know I touched can I touch more I love that I'm physically shaking. Hold on, I have another call, lawyer person.
1: No, John, you cannot get a drink. Just sit there. Sit right there. Okay, I'm back, lawyer person. <laughs> um. So then Heather's like, uh, also, it's so housewives. <laughs> like, you've got this woman who was just arrested by Homeland Security,
0: and you're immediately using this to throw somebody else under the bus. <laughs> immediately. <laughs> like, <laughs> so funny. Like, I think it's actually, again, I think it's actually pretty normal to like call your lawyer to be like am i gonna be somehow in trouble for this and they're like wow what's she hiding about six do you need to call six lawyers you're you're like <laughs>
1: calling your brand lawyer you know in some other country <laughs> to see so this well, like, is a
0: gossip too i think lisa just wanted to gossip with people
1: yeah who wasn't people who aren't heather you know people yep. who have to like they're paid to pretend mm-hmm. that she's interesting saying oh my god i'm shaking i'm literally shaking. 10
0: times (laughs) so Heather's like yeah she was concerned about how this would reflect on her and she was like no one say anything we don't want to implicate ourselves I feel like she said like based on your relationship the last few weeks she wants to distance herself from you
1: like Lisa are we even friends are you that easily influenced I mean it makes me think that everything Lisa said before this is bullshit
0: Ah! (laughs) So um, Jen's like, you know, because Reitha, Re- Lisa read something on the Internet and, I, and I'm supposed to be your friend without talking to me. You just pass judgment.
1: And I mean, the stuff is pretty damning. We all read the stuff that was coming up and it was not good. And they had already arrested all these other people, you know, before her. Um. So, yeah, we don't need to go over yeah. that every episode. But, yeah, it's, it's not like nothing was released. Like someone was just, you know, someone was just thrown in. Or arrested by Homeland Security. It wasn't just that. It was everything. It was a lot of information when she got arrested. It was a lot. They
0: they line they lined their ducks up in a row. Yeah. You
1: I know? had my press release ready to go.
0: Thank you so much. So um uh so then um uh so Jen is basically like, you know, she's Heather says that, Mer- she's like well, I'm like, well, Meredith has definitely said it's over between you guys, just so you know. She's definitely said it's over. So that makes Jen, now she's fake crying. And she's like, I'm very confused because I have apologized to Meredith repeatedly. And the only thing she can be doing is using this indictment. Against me. It's like, yeah, of course she is. Yeah, of course. Of course you gave she her a big old like softball right there.
1: And I thought it was funny that Jen l- really started crying now. Like, she actually had tears now because she sees her only stream of income leaving, right? Because if nobody shoots with you, what happens, right? <sighs> so she's like, you know, I'm not here to convince Lisa and Meredith I'm a good person and I'm not guilty. And I want a big fucking I'm sorry and I'm a piece of shit from them when I'm proven innocent because that is just shitty. <laughs> that is shitty.
0: So now we go over to Whitney and Justin. Um and Justin got Chipotle and he's like I I cooked Chipotle tonight, guys. And um uh he's he's like uh they're like he's getting ready. He's got some meetings coming up and Whitney's talking about how she's going to do a photo shoot for her rebrand. And I feel like she's been talking about this rebrand for a while, but we haven't actually seen any branding for the rebrand. And that continues through this episode.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, So Brooke, the kid, is like, when can I help with this? And Whitney's like, yeah, she likes it. Like it's a hobby, Um, but it's not just for fun. It is my business. And Justin goes, yeah, it's not a hobby, right? And she's like, do you believe it's a hobby, Justin? Do you believe in me, Justin? Justin, do you even believe in me? He's like, I got you the extra <laughs> scoop of avocado. That costs like $2. Can I get a little credit?
0: Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I do believe in you. I just don't believe in your brand. I mean, we took half of our savings and put it into this, and I'm trying to figure out how we're going to get that money back. <laughs> so yeah, she's like, like,
1: you have to be accountable. And she says,
0: yeah, well,
1: when I say everything is writing on Iris and Bo, I am not exaggerating. I have spent my family savings and then some upwards of hundreds of thousands of dollars.
0: <laughs> Should Bobby be part of this conversation? Do they call her Bobby or did I just write down Bobby from Bobby yeah. girl? Bobby. Mm-hmm. So uh she's like, um, I'm a mature adult now. Everyone agrees with that. So yeah. <laughs> and actually, she probably could do a better business plan than what Whitney's doing. Well, I'll tell you who's earning their money.
1: The Uts person. Okay, so this is how this this <laughs> the is how this scene person. goes. So Whitney's like, I don't. He says, How much money have you spent? ats because she shrugs. I don't have an exact number. With the rebrand, my minimums have gone up. So how much do we have to invest? I've applied for a million dollars
0: in credit. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't get approved, it's like a big t's, big t's energy. If I don't get approved, they need another 250,000 not as a deposit and you'll have to <laughs> it's like by the an way... orchestra of
1: teapots becoming ready like within a second of each other
0: it's like someone like knocked over the rack that holds all the symbols <laughs> um, by the way you know it's kind of i'm i'm getting a little tired of in general bravo trotting out this narrative that That women and housewives are just kind of like totally inept at business. And they're like, like, I have an idea. What? I don't know my numbers. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Which is like part of the funniness. But like, I'd like for once for one of these scenes to play out like, oh, I'm going to need some more money. How much? Oh, it's be this much. And here's all the here's all the data. And I made a spreadsheet. And here's my PowerPoint, you know? Yeah, it
1: does. It does get annoying that the first half of the season is always like,
0: I'm a boss girl.
1: I'm a boss bitch. Yeah, look at me. And then it gets to the next episode and they're like, I don't even understand what dollars are. (laughs)
0: Yeah, They even did it to Wendy, one of like the most educated people on Bravo. And they still made her be like, what is business? Like, Why do they do this to these women? It's not yeah, fair. I agree with you. Or Erica. What? What's a bank? And everyone's like, yeah,
1: Erica's <laughs> never been to the bank. It's totally <laughs> true. <laughs> I don't even know what a money looks like. <laughs> oh, so she's like, well, I did not friend this by Justin. Okay, so you're taking out a million dollar loan with his name on it, and you didn't tell him. What the <laughs> fuck? Leave her. Leave. Yeah. And I'll tell you who else is. I'll tell you who is loving this storyline. Sitting in their bed right now, eating some ice cream and just cackling. His ex-wife. Her dad. Oh yeah, his ex-wife. His ex-wife.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of people actually. A lot of people have a lot riding on this moment. Yeah. So um, they basically send Bobby to go shower. They're like that, Bobby. This is too mature. go. Tss, no shower. No, that was actually just the shower. It's broken. Did I say something wrong? No,
1: honey. Bobby's just in the shower. (laughs) (laughs) So So he's he's like, like, "Um, hi, we have an age difference. Remember when I was the boss and you were the secretary and then we ran away together? Yeah, I'm going to die soon. So he's like, I could have a heart attack any second now. So. I need to leave some money for my kids, and I mean you too. So what are we going to do if I just drop dead? And she's like, um, "I'm just really." She puts her hands in her, her hands on her head. And she's like, "I'm just really bad with money." Hmm. <laughs> get out,
0: get out. She just starts singing songs from Annie or something. Yeah. Um. So now we go to Mary in her closet. And this is a very exciting development because Mary has finally hired someone to help her organize the mess that's in there. So this girl, Alexia, comes in. She's Alexia with nice and neat homes, uh, comes in to organize the closet. And um, and so, you know, Mary, Mary's like, I think everything needs to have its place. And, you know, I, I need some help because, unfortunately, everything's place at the moment is on my bed. So... Yeah, so she's, she's gonna get some organization
1: yeah and she's like yes I'm Alexia from clean your fucking closet what the fuck is wrong with you it's a company so uh, she walks in and she's like is this a master closet is this a master bedroom and she goes yeah and um, then all my clothes are in the closet because there's just shit everywhere you know and is yeah. like um are there things you want to get rid of because some of these look like you haven't worn them in a long that this is an actual corset were you even <laughs> This is from like the
0: 1800s. What are you even <laughs> doing with this? Samara's <laughs> so like, I can't believe these girls are talking about me. I mean, all these things that they've said that I, because I take people's money, I mean, that's disrespect. That's not friendship. I actually feel a little hurt
1: by that. Yeah. And she, the lady's just looking at all the stuff. And Mary's like, you know, it's just stuff I've been blessed with. So there's that. And <laughs> she, she says, kind of most with. people have, you know, family or, um, you know, home life, some stuff like that, that they're atta- uh, uh, you know attached to. And I haven't spoken to my mother in 20 years, so there's no attachment. So the last 20 years, I've just bonded with things in my closet. I like pretty things, I guess.
0: <laughs> That's a strange psychological connection there. I, I don't know <laughs> if I totally believe that those clothes took the place of a mother figure for her. So um, then Mary is talking to Alexia, and she says, Well... You know, I always say the more things I have, the bigger my heart is. So, so give me things, please. <laughs> give yeah. Me, give me. <laughs> N- never heard a religious
1: leader say that.
0: But um, OK. Uh, there there uh, was actually she said, a religious leader in the 80s. There was a preacher who was all about like money, 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 money. Like that was his whole big thing. Like God so wants it, you to prosper. Yeah. Well, yeah, we've definitely seen that wants a lot to like prosper. Yes. Like, like, like wants the, him to prosper. <laughs> yes. There was
1: a show on Bravo like that. Uh, actually, recently, remember the show about the preachers' family that was like super rich and had private planes and stuff? And they're yeah. like, "God wants you to prosper." I mean, hell, like Joel Austin and his private yeah. plane. I mean, it's not like we've never seen it before. It's just funny to hear somebody say that.
0: Like, the more I have, the bigger my heart is. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's like it's our duty to to help our heart grow. It's like this is this is actually like how the Grinch should like end, right? Because is not the Grinch's heart grow or something? At yeah, the end of that story. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't remember. I mean, he's just so green, you know. Um, also,
1: the um, reason that she's not talking to her mother is because she took all that shit right out from under her mother. The grandmother passed, and then, by the way, listen to the Bravo Docket podcast about this because it's really good. Those those ladies are really uh, smart and they have a great podcast. So go listen to it. But um, they, the mother the grandmother passed away the mother felt that it was her church like she was going to be stepping up and then uh, robert came in and was trying to take all these businesses and there was like i think he was accused and found guilty of like forging documents and i mean none of this is really good so like yeah mary you have a bad relationship with your mom but (laughs) you know it was because of all this shit in your closet lady yeah
0: that's exactly right so now we go over to uh, Horse Stable, which I believe was the same one where the Fresh Wolf Party was. And uh, Lisa is there and she's getting on a horse. Wow. Blue is beautiful. Hi, Blue. Hi, horse. Hi, poop. Can I touch? Oh, won't touch that. Won't touch that. I've been riding since I was four years old, but things have been
1: so crazy I haven't been riding. So I'm excited to get back on the saddle today. And you know, Lisa, every time she says she's really great at something. Last year, it was race car driving when they got in the car. And she's like, I'm going to go faster than anyone here. I've been driving race cars since I came out of the boom. And then she's going like five miles an hour around the (laughs) circle.
0: Commercials. Here comes (laughs) one right now so she's on the horse like, come on let's go blue come on blue come come on come on it's like uh lisa you're on a trash can you want to get on the horse <laughs> oh my mistake uh, meredith
1: is like well, i think blue is tired today. meanwhile <laughs> meredith is like jumping over actual people on her horse like her horse is like a my little pony just like flying through the air <laughs> gracefully <I know.
0: laughs> She's on that one. I wish I could remember famous horses' names, other than, like, Black Beauty. There was that one horse where everyone, like, lost their minds over when it died. Remember, everyone was like, oh, my God, Triple Horn, or whatever it was called. (laughs) What
1: was that Um, horse? (laughs) I don't know. Snake Eye Salad. They all have, like, crazy names. They just, like, take... (laughs) (laughs) Victorian. Yeah, they just put, like, wacky things together, like Cabbage Patch dolls back in the day. It's like, Willow Light Switch.
0: Oh, okay. It's was like pudding for breakfast. It's like, <laughs> yeah. can you give these horses a better name, <laughs> Sally Spork Rider? It's like, okay, <laughs> sounds great. Uh, so anyway, so um, so they're racing, and Meredith is like, here we go. Oh, I'm like a barrel racer, and we never really had a conversation, one way or another, what kind of horse racer I am. I like to trot. I like to move a lot, and I enjoy galloping.
1: (laughs) So, Lisa, they go sit down to have tea um, right in the middle of the smell of poop. Which you know is is always how I want to have tea too. So they have this awkward tea at the stables, and Lisa's like, "Well, you know, I was with John and packing the other day, and then Jen tried calling me, and then she sent me the sacks. and it was like, oh my god." She tells the exact same story she just told, and (laughs) and John said, "Can I have some water?" And I said, "Sit down, John." And then he sat back down, and then he said, "What do you want to do?" And I was like, "I don't know yet, because like, listen, I'm like experiencing the same Jen that you guys were experiencing. I didn't even know that that side of <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um uh Meredith is like
0: uh <laughs> Meredith is like well, Lisa saw how Jen treated me and decided to start a friendship after that. And a leopard doesn't change its spots, but it could be well accessorized with some Meredith Marks jewelry. So why would Jen be different to Lisa than she was to me?
1: Now, did your view on your relationship with Jen shift after that night? And she's like, yeah, well, you know what, what happened before Vale was not okay? There were inconsistencies with Jen. Like, you want me to be there when you need someone to listen or have your back? Clip of Jen. Like, the last six months have been really rough. Oh, yeah? Are you okay? <laughs> I love that that's the biggest <laughs> example they had. Lisa saying,
0: Are you okay? <laughs> and then she's like, But when we're in public, you don't even know who I am. And then they show that clip from when they went tubing, when they like split into teams. And Lisa's like, Jen! Jen, come join us. Jen. And Jen's like, mm, no thanks. <laughs> I knew that moment was going to come back. I knew. I was like, why are they showing us? Like, cause when that moment happened, it got a, I'm like, yeah, like Jen not joining Lisa to go tubing.
1: Yep, that's going to be the end of the friendship eventually. Some real housewives are going on there. So she's like, you know what? I just figured out sub on so that, And Meredith is like, so you felt betrayed, misportrayed, and sad? Was <laughs> it <laughs>
0: i did i did it's like you know what like what happened here before val was not okay and there were inconsistencies then and the way she was treating me like you're my friend when you need someone to listen or have your wait didn't i just say all this i totally said all this whoa you know what i want to say instead i thought <laughs> just- my nephew later <laughs> That's what I meant to say. So funny when I just say those things all over again. It's because I really mean them, okay? I, I feel manipulated
1: and calculated and tired. <laughs> no, just manipulated. <laughs> Doesn't compute. I need a half of a rhyming sentence or I'm not gonna engage with this conversation.
0: This sounds needs to be sixty six percent rhyme and thirty-three percent something else. Okay? Let's try it from the top. You're manipulated um, uh, it's a terrible word it really ruins my it's form. hard <laughs> it, is. <laughs> it is hard it is hard
1: <laughs> shouldn't start it without warming can I have that can I, have I pass? Can pass can I, ping I- pass okay.
0: <laughs> I was used abused and manipulated
1: <laughs> well you know I feel like I've given a lot of energy to John and a lot of sub and I have no clue about any of this other stuff and I feel sad <laughs> I feel sad look at me <laughs> I
0: feel, I feel sad. I feel I feel, I feel I feel sad. You know, after what happened at the photo shoot and the way John treated me, we're taking a break. And I feel the same way that with Heather and Whitney, bad weather by weather, whisking a uh, whiskey weather <laughs> weather whisk whisking weather weather that's whisked up in a weather whisker I'm not I'm not their punching bag either I love that Lisa's making her the victim to Je- herself the victim to Jen she brings up this like very triggering thing for Jen about this about koa her her like stylist she's like, so koa ha uh, how about koa and Jen loses her mind and then she's like I can't believe she was yelling at me it's like Lisa <laughs> you were the one who started that one.
1: <laughs> and this one too. Yeah. So, um, that is this one. So there's a clip of Jen, you know, losing it. Like, how could you put that out there, Lisa? And she's like, I don't want to talk about this. But you brought it up! Yeah, I don't want to talk about it right now. But you brought it up, Lisa! I really don't want to talk about this. So she's like, you know, and I feel the same with Heather and Whitney. I'm not that punching back either. And you know what really hurt me? What Whitney said in the morning when we were leaving Vale, And that was, Lisa is the one who brought Cameron in to say all of this. Stuff on Cameron. Oh, can we rewind? Cameron was brought in to say stuff to Cameron. Oh, can we rewind? I'm just so bad with money. <laughs>
0: So Lisa's like, <laughs> Whitney was spiraling that conversation and to bring my friend into it and to say Lisa invited Cam to her party. So Murdoch, that's you, could meet him. That is 100% not true. Cam was invited to my kid's party because he's on the board of Utah Foster Care, okay? Don't accuse me of stuff I didn't do because I'll start accusing you of stuff that you do do. If you do
1: that, you're going to start accusing people of doo-doo? <laughs> no, yes. you know what I mean. But you do, do. That's poop. You're gonna find a kill more, poop.
0: Well, to be fair, I did just touch some poop over there before that Mr. Secretariat left by accident.
1: But Lisa, you did have him at an on-camera event, all mic'd up and lit and ready to go. And then you walked off to watch the scene with Meredith behind a row of cameras looking all evil, watching (laughs) on. So, yes, you did. And was there a rule that your children's business launch had to be a part of a charity? No, come on. You totally set all this up.
0: Well, what bothers me the most was that everyone was sitting in that room, couldn't have Peace and quiet long enough to let the one person who really had truly been attacked speak up for herself. It's almost like going to a little baby toddler's fashion show and making fun of it. It's just terrorizing, abusing, and I'm not even gonna bother trying to rhyme anything with either of those words. <laughs> it was awful. It bothered
1: me. Yeah, and whose fault was that? Woodman, have us! And then they're like, you know what, I can't handle that. It. It's their fault. It's their fault. Trying to blame everybody else. It's their fault. It's like, well, I don't think now is the time to point fingers. It's a dynamic that's very problematic in our entire group. That because me! Well, I'm not pointing fingers. I'm just saying that you can't place the blame one. It's all us. It's <laughs> all of
0: us together. I mean, everything that's going on in this group dynamic, I mean, I don't think no one can say they don't have a hand or, in the case of Blue over there, a hoof in this sort of group dynamic. It's everyone's responsibility. That's not, that's not,
1: it's not, and you know what? <laughs> and she starts crunching her her extensions, you know, with her hands, she starts crunching them. And she's like, it's not, it's not, you know what? This is offensive and upsetting to me No, I'm sorry. I don't think you said that right. <laughs> it's offensive, pretensive, and sad meaning, is that what you're trying to say? <laughs>
0: You know what? Someone's gotta have my fucking back. And this is upsetting to me. Blue, do you have my back? Oh, he's pooping in the corner. Hey, someone call up Sea Biscuit's ghost. Does Sea Biscuit have my back? No, that there's no ghost. Okay
1: well i'm saying it's all of us including me i don't know what you're getting upset about no 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 no
0: no 100 no 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 opposite of yes opposite of yes yes opposite of yes no no
1: Well, I have had your back,
0: and I am very offended by that
1: statement. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. Well, you shouldn't feel offended by that statement. (laughs) Well, I've stood up for you, okay? I've defended you, I've been offended for you, and I have thought things for you. Okay, so don't go there. Don't go, oh, no, don't I'm go gonna there. Don't go, go there.
1: I'm going to go there. I'm going to go there. Because I kept making it about Mary. And I don't want it about Mary. I wanted to hear what Mary had to say. No, Lisa Barlow is here. They go to bed and then they count Lisa Barlows in their sleep instead of sheep. One Lisa Barlow, two Lisa Barlows, three Lisa Barlows, five Lisa Barlow. Wow, at least you're Lisa- rhyming <laughs> now. Sounds good. <laughs>
0: Lisa, you're a little lost in your metaphors, and we are in a, in a horse stable, so I recommend we keep it in an equine kind of place.
1: Five least about us. Six least about
0: <laughs> Meredith. It cuts to Meredith. She's just asleep. Just like it is a very effective technique. I will use that next time instead of counting Seth jokes. <laughs> One booby, two booby. Oh, it's hard, hard. Old habits are hard to break. I guess. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I'm not taking any responsibility for Whitney's lies or for Heather's lies. It's very manipulative. It's just as bad as Jen.
0: <laughs> Is it though? No. <laughs> Jen's led to people losing their life savings. <laughs> yes. <sighs> So, so
1: um, then we go to Carlin and Jenny. Jenny's taking her daughter Carlin over to Cafe Tao.
0: Yeah, this was a lovely uh, scene actually, because Carlin is just like so like obnoxiously cute, just like offensively cute. What a cute little girl she is! So it's a Vietnamese restaurant, and Carlin walks in like "Hello, empty," and um, they are gonna have like a little tasting because Jenny wants to have like a Vietnamese lunch of some sort where she can share her culture and her food with the women yeah so um she's like because
1: in vietnamese culture when we have problems we sit down and we talk about it and we haven't talked since veil vale. <laughs> we we all try to do that i think that all cultures should try to do that <laughs> i don't, I don't yeah. know that we all really do but we should all try it at least you know especially over food i mean yeah. some of my best family fights have been At the dinner table,
0: (laughs) yeah, it's a good place for it to happen. Yeah, Uh, and I like how Jenny says, you know, I just want them to know that Vietnamese, the Vietnamese, are different from the Chinese and other Asian cultures. We're just not one big. She's like basically, we're not all monolith. You know, she's like, I just want to have them stop asking me about General Tso's chicken. I just really want that to happen. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So they, this lady brings him a big sampler of stuff for the party, and Jenny's like, well, Carlin has a very sophisticated palate, so I value her opinion, so she'll be the judge. And the lady's like, mm-hmm, great, great. Carlin, why don't you go ahead and give that a taste? So she tastes a spring roll, and Jenny's like, so far, so good. And Carlin's like, ah, maybe need some salt. Salt. <laughs> Just need some salt. And the lady's like,
0: maybe with some sauce. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I'm getting some... I think it needs a little bit of acid. I'm getting some bitter notes. Did you mean to have so much shrimp in here, lady?
1: Did you mean to not cook this? It's a spring roll, Carlin. It's a a spring roll.
0: Please welcome chef, car driver, and overall overseer of my life, my mother. Mom, what do you think? Please welcome my
1: very, very dear friend, Valder. (laughs)
0: please welcome two-time awful person and winner of most obnoxious person in my household my older brother (laughs) hi older brother what do you want to have guess what you can't have it it's mine did you mean for your volcano to suck wind? <laughs> so um, she's
1: tasting, tasting food. She's tasting a soup, and she's like, "Very interesting texture." <gasps> well, the lady's like, "You little bitch! I'll kill you! I'll kill you when you sleep, you little bitch!" <laughs>
0: this tastes good for someone who clearly has never made yogurt before. Am I right, mom?
1: <laughs> um, so the lady's like, so how old are you little bitch? And she's like, she's like, I'm nine years old. And Jenny's like, she acts 45. And Carlin's like, ding, 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 ding. We have a winner. Well, except for when she does the ding, ding, ding with her fingers
0: like that. But most of the time, most We're of the hoping time. we can phase that out of her. Okay. Yeah. So then we go to the Shaw Chalet and uh, Jen is there with um, uh, Sharif and she's like, baby, you hungry? I have food. So she puts out Popeye's, which we know from last season is his favorite because that's how she got him to his own surprise party by making him like fooling him into thinking that we're going to go get Popeye's.
1: When a man makes mistakes, he will bring you chocolate or flowers, usually flowers, right? Um, if it's really bad, if it's like multiple affairs, like some jewelry, when Jen has done something wrong as Popeyes,
0: <laughs> like, like you might she as well just admit that you're wants. guilty right now. You know she can make all the mistakes that she wants if that means that we're gonna wind up with some popeye sandwiches. Yeah. yeah.
1: So he's like, um, "You're
0: such a good wife for this," and she's like,
1: "Let's say our prayers." Hmm. If you would like me to build a website for you, plus press one. He's like, uh, stop trying to sell <laughs> things to God, okay? Can we just pray for the chicken?
0: So she's like, how was your scrimmage? Yeah. And he's like, oh, well, the team needs a lot of work. She's like, oh, okay. <sighs> well, I haven't even heard from Lisa. I mean, if Lisa cared for me, she'd be like, Jen, are you okay? And, and, and she started saying how she reached out to everybody because, you know, she felt like she just really needed to reach out to her friends and only heather responded to me and regardless of what we went through, she was there
1: you know how hurt i was? out of everyone i expected lisa to respond i expect more from lisa
0: (laughs) and Jenkins. <laughs> People say they're right or die. Like for me to do. And this is what you this is what you show up. Okay? It's easy for everyone to be there when everything is great. But the second shit goes down, that's when you find out who is there for you and who is afraid of being implicated in the scheme that I will try to pawn onto them. Okay?
1: could you name um, five minutes in a row where anybody had a solid good five minutes with you? (laughs) Like, anybody. Name the time when it was good with you, okay? So she's like, I'm at the lowest point in my life, but I've told you from day one I'm innocent! And he just goes, okay okay but i didn't do any of those things and when we got married for better or worse i mean this is worse right now and i'm telling you i didn't do anything Ah-ha! Ah-ha!
0: <laughs> and he's like okay, okay baby i believe you She goes, well the retainer is 1.5 million dollars and that's a lot of money from our family and i feel like i'm doing all of this on my own with, with you He goes, well what are you saying because he's basically like are you trying to be like why is my family not chipping in right and she goes well we've helped your family for years for years and i haven't heard from anybody
1: so she's gonna come for his family now that's what you do yeah. when you have just screwed up your life so badly you come to your husband and then bitch at him about his family i don't think that your husband needs to hear from you about his family sucking right now what do you think he's hearing from his family I mean, my yeah. God, she's so yep. ridiculous and selfish. I cannot. So she's like, you know, I can count the people who are here for me on one hand. And this is when I need, people. This is very eye opening. And he's like, now, honey, this is painful. And it's hard to feel like those we've helped do not give us the same support. So I do understand your pain. It's a lot. It's a lot. like,
0: But not rude. <laughs> Reefy or Omar graduating? Do you know how fucking scared I am? Where the fuck is everybody?
1: He's like, but, you know, to be fair, you don't have your phone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) People are
0: trying, honey. (laughs) She's like, I've been there for them this
1: whole time! With money that you stole, lady.
0: Allegedly. That's right. That's right. He's like... I'm telling – now, this is the first time he's like sort of like broken because he's normally like very calm. But now he's like, I'm telling you as your husband, as you sit here, just because you've not heard from them, people hurt and love you. And I've tried to be a better gatekeeper. Keeper, <laughs> I've tried to be a better gatekeeper. I'm sorry, but I'm telling you, my family, my mother, my father, my brother, my sister, they – Forgive me for lying. Love you. This is, there's a lot of pain. We'll get through it. But I don't want to keep
1: putting this pain on you and the boys.
0: He's like, but I believe you.
1: No, I mean the pain of your family not
0: supporting me. (laughs) He's like, we're stronger than you may think. My faith will not falter. I will not leave you, period. And this will not come back to haunt me in a black and white flashback in a few seasons from now. Yikes.
1: So then we go to photo shoot with Whitney and she's even got plastic bags that say Whitney! Whitney! Um, so we go to her house and shes it looks like kind of a wedding shoot. She's got a wedding dress on and she's showing off her big rose tattoo on her back and getting a picture. So everyone's in white and it's against a white background. And as Jenny says later, there is no product. It's a no photo product. shoot for no product. So
0: nope, just, uh, just, just people in white, you know, taking pictures. And so it's from Wild Rose Beauty. And um, she's like, what better way to launch the new brand than to have my brand ambassadors to be models for the rebrand. I'm like, free free talent. You want free models. That's what you're getting, basically. I know.
1: That's why it's so frustrating when you find out how much this costs. Because you know she didn't pay any of them. Yeah. So, Heather's like, oh my god, I'm so proud of Whitney. Go cousin. I mean, this is a huge billion dollar industry that's oversaturated with huge companies with brand recognition and tons of leeway. I have to hand it to her. I'm just glad she's gonna up her, you know, put her name on it. I mean, if anything, it's gonna make her stand out. It'll be... Whitney and her face—that's gonna stand out against Clairol, uh, L'Oreal. <laughs> uh, she words it in kind Just, of a way like she's fucked, but I'm yeah. so
0: happy for her for trying. And um, You know what? I actually liked Iris and Bo better than Wild Rose. Iris and Bo at least does is, is, is like kids, right? Or brothers or there's some – or is it dogs? I don't know, but there's some like emotional connection. And like there are all those brands that are like Lily and Poopy or like Moppy and Schmoppy, And you get a fancy catalog from like Otis and Fotis. But like I don't know. I think Wild Rose kind of doesn't make sense in my mind. But what am I? I'm not a marketing genius. I'm just someone who – watches tv yeah well like we said before a wild rose
1: hurts okay that's what i think of when i think of wild rose cut those thorns off okay ow that's what i think. yeah so, so um heather's yes. like this is called the uh this is called the french maim's toast everybody cheers and she just drinks from the bottle
0: yeah so Whitney spent twenty thousand dollars on this photo shoot i don't know i don't know why or how but she did and uh then Whitney does the most Whitney thing which is everybody please give a big woot for my team for pulling this off woot and Jenny's like
1: uh this is people dressed in white on a white background with a dog i don't see any product in this <laughs> and there's nothing really about wild rose anywhere and i don't really know who organized it but they need to fire
0: that bitch All the product still says Iris and Bo So now the girls are outside drinking champagne And Heather's like I'm feeling like I'm so glad you're my friend And I don't need anybody If I got you Whitney Oh sorry Jenny Sorry I know rude (laughs) Jenny's like well
1: thanks Okay that reminds me I want to do a fuck night Because it sounds kind of like fuck you Which is what I want (laughs) to say (laughs) Yeah
0: Uh, And um, so Jenny is going to invite everyone and everything. And um, Heather's like, oh, by the way, I went and I had lunch with Jen. And she's okay. She's sad. And she feels, like, unfairly targeted. And she feels completely innocent and confident that she can defend these charges. And she's devastated that it's so public and hurting her family.
1: I mean, it was kind of awkward because she started screaming that the artichoke dip wasn't really supporting her. But, you know, Mm. Once I swallowed a little bit and told her that it really believed in her, things
0: were fine. So it was a good lunch overall. It was yeah, a it was good nice. lunch overall. She sold a website to the waiter so that way he could work from home. So,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so um,
1: Heather said, uh, Jenny's like, do you believe her? And she says, well, I hope and pray she's innocent for her family and for all of us. You know, I wouldn't wish this on any family. So Whitney's like, well, I have been struggling on where I am in other relationships in this group. With Lisa and Mary, specifically. I'm so sick of fighting with Lisa, but she keeps dropping all this information about Cameron, like little breadcrumbs. And I wasn't okay with that, so I went to the source.
0: The bread? (laughs) Did you make a circle back? Was it Panko? Was it Italian seasoning? Can we just get a full picture here? You know what I want?
1: A path made out of tortillas. That's what I would like. I would follow that
0: path. (laughs) You know, if you just drop some ground beef over and roll up that path, you got yourself a meatball. I mean,
1: listen, you know, even moving beyond bread. I mean, Reese's Pieces worked for E.T. I mean, would he have (laughs) even come out of that tent?
0: Uh, She's like, Uh. honestly, if I wound up at some witch's house and uh, she tried to eat me, I'd be okay with it because it'd be a great meal. No, what I meant was I went to the source. Um,
1: Cameron. Was Cameron eating bread? What were the breadcrumbs? I just want to know whether they were breadcrumbs. Just tell me so that Cameron I'm dying makes to know.
0: breadcrumbs. Does he actually make loaves of bread, too, or just the crumbs? No. It's a metaphor. Cameron's a metaphor for the breadcrumbs. No. The breadcrumbs are a metaphor. I, I can't follow this any further. Okay. Let's just forget about bread. Never. Never. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um,
1: just starting over. I got Cameron's phone number. Um, from Angie Harrington, and I called him, and we talked for three hours, and based on our conversation, I'm bad with money. Am I in the wrong <laughs> scene? Where am I?
0: <laughs> if Lisa knew one-tenth of what I knew, and if one-tenth of that was true, then one-tenth of what I know and was one-tenth of the truth is one-one-hundredth. It's a breadcrumb of truth. <laughs> Mary is
1: bigger and badder than we ever realized. And Heather's like, I'm sorry.
0: Are we in Hansel and Gretel or are we in the three little pigs right now? I just need to know. (laughs) Big bad wolf. Yeah. Big bad wolf. And I was thinking about
1: the bread. I'm like, well, one of them did have an oven. (laughs) Just on the wrong path. Um, We've talked too much about bread. Can you see that I'm just (laughs) completely gone now? I'm
0: like, I'm done now. I've been working on my focaccia. So I'm thinking a lot about bread. Oh, yummy! Um, so Heather's like, um, so are you just gonna t- are you gonna tell us what Cameron said? or Are we gonna have to go ask Mary? She's like, well, this is Lisa's thing. She started it. She planted it. She planted bread. I thought that you harvest the wheat first. <laughs> no, stop it. So here's what we're going to do. I'm gonna go to Lisa, so there's no misunderstanding, and she can feel uncomfortable.
1: Oh my god! This is the dumbest plan ever. Why aren't you going straight to Mary? You gotta love her. She's like, so there will be no confusion. I'm going straight to Lisa to talk about Mary. No,
0: (laughs) just tell us also. Just do it right now. Right. So Jenny's Jenny's like, she's like, yeah, you should do this because Jenny says, you know, I don't think Lisa has time to scheme. Okay, like she's too busy. She doesn't. She can't have time for this. I'm like. But it's a pandemic, also. Lisa has plenty of time to scheme. And the thing is this, like, and you know what? Actually, Jenny is probably correct. Lisa does not have a lot of time to scheme, which is why her schemes are so clunky and hilarious. Like the catering, uh, she's like, ah, uh, oh, hold on. I, I got a phone call with Robert Redford about Sundance. Oh, uh, um, uh, okay, <laughs> hey, uh okay. oh, say so, hey, hey, Aubrey and Mark, just just like show up at the restaurant and say I'm great. Okay, okay, sorry. Hi, Robert Redford.
1: Yeah. Um, So now we see why Whitney is going straight to Lisa and not to Mary, because she says, I do not feel it's in my best interest to take Mary down alone. I need you. I need you. I need Lisa and I need Meredith. Okay, so now your plan is just to take Mary down. Like Whitney... (laughs) It's like blatantly God. to take Mary down. She's so bad at it, too. You know, that's what cracks me up about this show. It's like, Lisa, yeah, Lisa has some clunky manipulations, but Whitney's too, Whitney does, too. It's just funny. It's like watching Housewives missteps all over the place.
0: Yeah. So Jenny's like, why are you so scared of her? And when he goes, she tears me apart. Think about it. Mary, she's used to her congregation following and obeying. They think she's God. Mary is not used to people standing up to it. So when her friends do it, it dot 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 and Jenny's like, but we're not her congregation like who cares? Yeah, And she's like,
1: yeah, but I know that here's the problem all all of us acts like we are part of her con congregation. Yeah. No, no, you don't. None of you do. And she's like, I've been friends with Mary and her congregation for a long time. So I'm going, if I'm going to walk away from a friendship, I need to
0: know the facts. Whitney, here's a fact. Your friendship ended three episodes ago and you keep acting as if it's still, uh, like every episode is like, are you saying we're not friends if i'm gonna not be friends with this woman i need to know what i'm saying it's like she dropped you three episodes ago she said you're not her friend at every episode you're acting like oh wait we're not friends yeah <laughs> it's over oh my gosh
1: what a show the show cracks me so up every week and i worry when it's over because this is 213 so usually well the first two seasons were pretty short i guess this season's longer because they've got all the gen stuff so that's good because i haven't seen that they're
0: shooting the reunion or any of that yet so yeah amazingly uh like the vanderpump rules reunion already shot and there hasn't even been a mid-season trailer and this one we just got the mid-season trailer which the mid-season trailer is usually not truly the halfway mark it's usually like two-thirds the way through but um yeah but they're they haven't even shot the reunion i'm assuming they'll shoot it in the new year i don't i can't imagine them wanting to like shoot it like this week and then have to do post-production over the holidays so um yeah i am i i mean there's it's just there's so much and this the season's been absolutely amazing there's just like yeah. so much happening it's fantastic
1: so good. so good so good well everybody thank you so much for being here with us go get tack Go get, tickets. <laughs> Go get tickets for Crafton's Live over at WatchItCrappens.com. We're going back on the road in January. Also, join us for Take a Seat tonight, Monday nights, 7 p.m., 10 p.m. Eastern, um, over on the Green
0: Room app by Spotify. We'll talk to you later. Bye, everyone. Bye. Ats. Watch what Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors Ain't no thing like Alison King Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela Itchels, Dana C, Dana Do Aaron McNicholas, she don't miss no trick Hava
1: Nagila Weber
0: Jamie, she has no last namey.
1: Sipped some scotch with Jessica Trotch
0: just saying, okay. We
1: McLovin, Karen McClellan. She's always
0: supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the burg. You don't touch the Nikki Morgan letters. There ain't no problem that Sarah Salvia can't solve you. The Bay Area betches Betches. And our super premium
1: sponsors.
0: Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD.
1: Always the wiser, it's Allison Weasler. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. She's cheese on a bagel, it's Megan Regel. Erica, 500 days of summers. The incredible edible Matthews sisters. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. My
0: favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. No
1: one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. Mina Kuchiku. Coochie, coochie
0: Give him hell, Miss Noelle! Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good! Kristen, the Ruby Rubano!
1: Can't have a meal without the Emily Sides! We wanna
0: hang with Liz Lang! Shannon, out of a can, and Anthony! Let's get racy with Miss Stacy! Let's take off with Tamela Plain!
1: She ain't no shrinkin' Violet Kuchar! We love you guys!